Last year, during the, um, uh, at the start of the pandemic, we had, uh, we had quite a bit of uh, news that is uh, troubling to nations, especially nations in the area, what we call the Horn of Africa, Ethiopia and all, all, that, all that region, and into India and into a certain part of South America as well. Uh, sometimes in the year, uh, in, the, in the month of April to, to, uh, to June, there was this uh, huge effect. Can I have the map, please? Uh, John, is it, are, we, are we okay with that uh, too? Yeah, I'm not too sure the format can it be seen. Right. This is the, this is the, 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 the map of locust swamp. Right, uh, the Horn of Africa is the one that you know. You look, uh, is towards the, the, the northern part, towards the uh, sorry, towards the northeastern uh, north is northeastern part of uh, of Africa. Uh, this is in 2020, right? This is in 2020, and trillions of locusts has been destroying crops from Kenya through the Ethiopia, Yemen, and as even as far as parts of northern India, and we discovered that also, it also attacked uh, Brazil, uh, South uh, America. Now, how do these locusts look like? Uh, they are big. Now, children, these are not birds. Huh? These are locusts. Grasshopper. Huge, isn't it? Huge. They are huge. There are trillions of them that will sweep across a land. They have no general, they have no, they have no commander, but they're much like an army. They're very organized. Uh, I have some more even uh, more, more gross ones. I, I didn't show. Huh? Otherwise, afterwards, you, you, you can't eat your lunch. So, so they, they will just sweep across and they, they'll eat. You know, you know that... Until end of last year, the, the nations in the Horn of Africa, just now I mentioned, yeah, thank, thank you, John. Uh, uh, nations in the Horn of Africa, they are, still, they are still putting into rehabilitation recovery plan. You know, the, the locusts, once they eat uh, like that across the agricultural land, it takes great, it takes a lot of time to rehabilitate it. Because as they eat, they also reproduce. They lay eggs. Uh, right? It takes only about, I think, 90 days for the eggs to hatch. So you're talking about trillions of, uh, of uh, locusts. I've shown some statistics before, uh, some years ago, about how, how many... They are, they are very fertile. They are very... They're really, uh, you know, they, they can really reproduce the, the mother locusts. They really can reproduce. And, and when they try to rehabilitate that, they need to get rid of the lava. Because otherwise, they'll, they'll always be there. You may kill them, but the eggs are there. The lava are there. So until now, many of these nations, on top of pandemic, Brazil, take for example, take agricultural land, many parts of them has been affected. Just the initial estimate after, I think after June, after June or July last year, uh, just the Horn of Africa, there were 365,000 hectares of agricultural land 
being devastated by locusts. Many of these nations, they are like 60 to 70% of the population depends on agriculture on top of pandemic. I let you to imagine what kind of life it must have been like. I want to share with us this morning as you've seen on the, on, the, on the slide just now, God restores the wasted years, uh, redeems rested, wasted years. I'm not sure whether any one of us uh, remember a song that uh, we used to sing. I used to sing, not, not, not perhaps many of you used to sing. I used to sing as, uh, as a teenager in, uh, in youth fellowship in university. I still remember teaching the song to my... To my uh, university Christian Fellowship. The final was so difficult to, to sing. I said, never mind. If I find it so difficult to, to sing, probably it's not for you. The, the name of the song is called Wasted Years. Have you ever, have you, do, uh, do you remember uh, listening to the song? You are not my generation, obviously. <laughs> That's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> have, you ever, have, you, have you ever wandered down life's pathway? The chorus is, uh, sounds like, Helena, Wasted years, wasted years, oh how foolish. Right? So, it's about wasted years in life. Can we actually recover those wasted years? And let's go to the Word of God. With that picture of locusts in your mind, let us read Joel chapter 1, uh, chapter, chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 27. Joel chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 27. Let's just read through this passage with that in your mind. It says, Blow the, uh, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Like the morning clouds spread over the mountains, a people come, great and strong. The light of home has never been, been, never been, nor will there ever be any such after them. Even for many successive generations, a fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them that is in front of them, and as they pass behind them is a desolate wilderness. Surely nothing will escape them. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses, and like swift steep, they, so they run. With a noise like chariots over mountain tops, they leap, like the noise of the flaming fire that devours the stable. Like a strong people set in battle array. Before them, the people wreathe in pain. All faces are drained of color. They run like mighty men. They climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation and they do not break ranks. They do not push one another. Everyone marches in his own column. Though they lung between the weapons, they are not cut down. They run to and fro in the city. They run on the wall. They climb into the houses. They enter at the windows like a thief. The earth quakes before them. The heavens tremble. The sun and the moon grow dark. And the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before His army. For His camp is very great. 
for strong is the one who executes his words. For the day of the Lord is great and terrible. Who can endure it? Verse 12. Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping every morning. So rent your heart and not your garments. Return the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and nursing babes, let the bridegroom go up from his chamber, let the bride from her dressing room, let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach, that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the people, Where is their God? Then the Lord will be jealous for his land and pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations, but I will remove far from you the northern army and will drive them away into a barren and desolate land with his face toward the eastern sea and his back towards the western sea. His stench will come up and his soul or those will rise because he has done monstrous things. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up and the tree bears its fruit, the fig tree and the vineyard their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down on you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floor shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall, shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the chlorine locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, my great army which I send among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. The army that the Lord was sending to ravage the land of Israel, the Babylonian army, the Assyrian army, they were like locusts. They had no mercy. The scripture just now told us that when we read he, in front of them, they, when they come, they, they were, you know, it was so gloomy. They said, you know why it was so gloomy? It was like locusts. When a locust descends upon a land, it is just like a dark cloud covering the whole land. Suddenly you see the wall, you cannot see the sun, no, you say, wow, dark cloud. You look at it, there is a dark cloud, but the cloud of locusts. The people in living in the desert land knew exactly how it looks like. So when this prophecy came before the invasion, 
of the Babylonian army, finally, the fall of Jerusalem in 587 BC. It was, they were warned, they were pre-warned that they're going to come in front of them. It's like Garden of Eden as they pass, they become wilderness. That is what locusts do. They eat until you cannot have anything left. They were the swarming locusts. They were, they, they, they just, they just, the young eats, the old eats, everything is eaten. Many farmers to, today saw the attack the invasion of locusts on the agricultural land, they could not do anything to just stand there and cry. It will, it will be remembered for successive generations. Read the language of the prophet Joel. The, disaster, the destruction, the devastation is going to last for generations. And that was how terrible it was. And the scriptures say that it is the day of the Lord. When we, the Old Testament talk about the day of the Lord, it's not only talking about judgment. The day of the Lord, it is about wrath and judgment. It is about restoration and hope. The irony of it is this. There is this, this, whenever the day of the Lord is mentioned in the Bible, it is talking about not just judgment, not just a visitation of the Lord in revival, in revival visitation. It is always both. It is judgment, rough, hope, restoration for those who hang on to his words, to God. Amidst all this, God say, do you know how locusts would devour your land? And he say, I will restore those wasted years. Wow. If we just look at it, if you were living in those days, perhaps some of us are living in a stage in our life, we look back in our life, God redeemed all this? Really? How can all possible or not? The locusts eat had like no mercy. That is what the scripture is, has been, has, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is describing. The destruction, the devastation, the loss. It's like no return. But God in His faithfulness say, I will, in verse 25, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the clawing locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, all different sizes and different age of locusts. They eat like no tomorrow. I will restore that to to you. Redeeming intimacy with God. We talked about intimacy with God last week. Redeeming intimacy with God returns us to rediscovering our destiny, identity, and purpose. Because they're all found in God. Recovery and restoration are part of God's redemption plan. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, those of us who are watching online, whatever time that you might be watching this, take comfort. We all have some locust swarm in our lives. We all have. None is spare. Why? Because of sin. The terror of darkness, as described in the book of Joel, similarly describes the state 
of mankind, the state of life of mankind. The terror of darkness. The work of darkness penetrates into every part of human life and family. Sin, once allowed in, dwell, leaves nothing untouched like locusts. Sit on Mao Yino. Tada yang tinga. Sailang semua. That is how terrible sin is, my dear friends. I just mentioned to you the, those nations. Perhaps they are not so important like the American presidential election that requ- requires very little coverage. But those lives are real. Those darkness, those darknesses are real. Those pain, those suffering affecting millions upon millions of people are real. Today we see that there is in the midst of all this vaccine has been, you know, has been late in coming. Nations who have money have been holding up vaccine and, 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 and you know, let, literally depriving this vaccine to many of those in these nations. Can you imagine the degree of crime and evil, the depth of those evil? If, it is, if a nation going through the normal day, the normal economy development, hey, too bad, huh? you didn't have money. But these are nations who are recovering. 365,000 hectares of agricultural land in the Horn of Africa alone. You know how big is that? 365 hectares. One hectare is approximately four acres. You times four. It is more than a million acres. How big is a bungalow house? Land size-wise. A big one, probably 10,000 square feet. You know how much is 10, how much is, how many square feet is one acre? It's about 40 over 1,000 square feet. One acre, you can build four big bungalows. I mean, KK standard lah. It is more than 1 million acres in the Horn of Africa alone, minus North India, Brazil. And people are suffering. If these words were to come to those people, the Lord says, I will restore the years the locusts have eaten. Man, it takes a miracle to that for to, to happen. It takes faith beyond our wildest imagination to trust in the words, those words of the God who said it. Today, we see the effect of sin bringing darkness everywhere. Sin brings shame. It brings shame in our personal life, in our family life. It leaves behind a trail of destructive pattern for the generation to come. It can be repeated from one generation to the next. 
not just in our own personal life, family, but can be also in the life of a nation, of a society, of a civilization. It pains God's heart. Do you understand why it pains God's heart? God pains God's heart. If our God is a God of mercy and He saw all this, it costs Him no pain. That is not the God whom we worship today. That is not the God whom we say that how great is your name, how great is our God. That is not that God. He saw all that and, it's, and it pained His heart. But our God is also a God of supernatural restoration. Joel chapter 2, verse 25, just now I read. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the clawing locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, my great army which I sent among you. The people have sinned. It attracted, it attracts the locust, not just the physical locust, but the army who descended upon the land of Israel like locusts. They were in rank. They never pushed one another. They never come into conflict with one another. They were so disciplined. And that's how God described those armies. My dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, some of us on Tuesday when we come together for power stations, some of us, you feel that you are a locust magnet. You know what I mean, locust magnet? You know, just now I was starting, there were these flies that keep following me. Probably you didn't see. Basically, those are online, you probably cannot see. Sometimes people just walk around, they just attract flies. Have you ever seen people like that? Or attract mosquitoes. Do you have people that attract mosquitoes? Right? In, my, in, in, my, in, in, my, in our family, uh, I'm the least attractive to mosquitoes. I don't know why. Then followed by Fuying, my, my wife, and followed by our daughter. Our daughter is like a mosquito magnet. When she goes, we, we walk together. I got, I got, I got, I got stung uh, two or three, she would be like whole legs. You know? Some of us are locust magnet. The swarming locusts. Whatever, what is that? Uh? Uh, uh, the, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, the chewing locusts. Whenever you go, they follow you, you know. Wow. So we always look at this, Joel 2, 25, Lord, when are you going to restore to, to us the years that the, this, all these locusts, locusts, locusts have eaten? My dear friends, we need to come together and we pray. If we look at all this, if we look at the devastation that the enemy has brought into your life, your health, your family, your marriage, your relationships, your businesses, your work, your peace of mind, your worship, your service, and you say it is okay. God is saying that it's not okay. It pains my heart to see my people not living in victory, not living out the promise that I've given to them that I will, I will, I will restore to you the wasted years. Come to me. Go back and read Joel chapter 2 again. Come to me. Return to me. Do not just rent your garment to just not wash your clothes. Take a bath as well. Because you wash your clothes, you think that you can, you can stop attracting the locust. The locust is attracting to your order, my dear friend. <laughs> Take a bath. 
rent your heart, not just your garment. The Lord say, and I will, I will. The day of the Lord is here for all of us, my dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Don't, don't get into the habit of enjoying living with locusts, right? Right? My, uh, my father rare birds. We used to go to catch grasshopper to feed it to the bird. One day we caught a locust that big. We showed it to the bird. The bird went like that. I could not forget the, the look on the bird. The, the locust, you, you, the, the, sorry, the, the grasshopper only that, that big, isn't it? That big, huh? that big. right? Da -da, da -da. Grasshopper, very big, right? Big, not, big, not. But locust is that big, oh, that big. Fell to the bird, the bird literally like that. Just one locust, scary. But some of us are swamp of locusts eating up what God has blessed us with, our family, our generational blessing. We say it's okay. Lord, you help me tahan. The Lord said, I want to get rid of the locusts. I don't want you to tahan. Don't live with the locusts and enjoy their presence. <laughs> don't enjoy their presence, okay? God will remove all foothold of the enemy, then deny him any legal right. And I say this Tuesday, we're going to go in a bit, a, bit, uh, a bit more in detail. I have only four minutes left. Uh, so we're going to go in a bit um, in, in, in more detail about how to, how to stop being a locust magnet, right? God will remove all foot of the enemy and deny him any legal right, right? God will silence all accusation and intimidation of the enemy. The enemy has been bullying you. Stop him, Right? Don't ask God, God, give me more strength. You know, God, the Lord gave us strength uh, to do His work. The Lord did not give us, will not give us strength uh, to withstand, to tahan the enemy only. You know, sometimes we find, oh, God, is strengthened me. How the Lord never strengthened me? I feel still very discouraged. No, the strength that the Lord has given to you and to me is to fight the enemy, not to tahan him more. Not to, no, no, not to just, uh, uh, you know, to, to, it's not Panadol, you know, not Panadol, you know what I'm, what I'm trying to say. No, you have to, <laughs> Matthew is sitting right in front of me, so, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> I, know, I know he's saying Panadol, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, uh, Paracetamol, <laughs> so, not, no, you're not selling good, praise the Lord, okay. <laughs> Paracetamol, you know how many of us know that it doesn't, it doesn't solve, it doesn't heal you. No, it just reduced, uh, you know, just uh, help your body to fight. And actually, just reduce the temperature and all, all, all that. It doesn't, you know, you have a wound, you have, a, you have an infection somewhere, you take para paracetamol. It doesn't heal, the, heal that. Right? It doesn't heal it. You need to address that, that root of that wound, of that pain. Otherwise, it's just a painkiller. Every eight hours, it's going to take again. Every eight hours, it's going to take again. The Lord's strength is not paracetamol for us to take just to feel that we are relieved. Lord, thank you, Lord. You strengthen me today. Tomorrow, I come back to you. My second dose of paracetamol, spiritual paracetamol. No, the Lord has given us strength to resist the enemy, to, to, to cast the locusts out from our territory. The Lord is calling His people together. He said, return to me. Who knows, he said. Joel used the language. You know, it is such a... I don't know what you call it. 
if you have seen what the locusts can do to a farmland, he said, who knows? The Lord will give you, will bless you, and leave you a trail of blessing. In, in contrast, when the locusts pass, no, only a trail of destruction. But you come to the Lord, you walk through your, your life, you leave a trail of blessing for your children, your children, children, your children, your children, children, to enjoy. You leave behind a trail of blessing. Who knows, he said. That is what we can expect. My dear friends, when locusts come, uh, do you sit there and say, Lord, send a fire to burn the locusts? No, you stand up. You stand up and protect your land. You say, Lord, you will restore. I will come into that restoration. I will be like Jacob. Those of us who are on Tuesday power station, I'll be like Jacob. I will hold on to God and say, God, I will not let you go until you bless me. It is not a wrong thing to say that to God. Because we are his children. Rise up, my dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Lay hold. Rise up and lay hold. Do not be laid back, but lay hold of what is God, what God has in store for us. God will restore what the thief, the robber, has taken from his people. That is what it is. Complete redemption. What happens when we are saved, we become Christians, we continue to walk in the process of completing the redemptive work, the redemptive plan of God. Number one, we will be satisfied with good things of the Lord. We will be not, we not only be not, we will not only cease to be a locust magnet, we will be satisfied, man, with good things of the Lord. Number two, our relationship with God will be renewed in intimacy. Intimacy is about is 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 the key. Intimacy with God is is key to all success uh, to the success of all relationships. Right? We are going on uh, the uh, uh, okay. We are going on the uh, what do you call this? The marriage course. Ah, yeah, the marriage course. Uh, the marriage course, right? Some of, the, some of the things that we'll be talking about that we started off on courtship is uh, important. I just want to mention here, those of us who have signed up for uh, the courtship part, uh, if you wish to, you know, you're not, you not joining uh, with uh, your, uh, well, if, if you're joining it because you're a single um, if you like to stay on for the course, uh, you're most uh, welcome to do so. After the, the courtship part, uh, which we're going to end on, we're going to uh, move on from after this Wednesday, we're going to talk about marriage covenant, communication in marriage, one flesh in marriage, what does it mean to be one flesh, resolving conflict in marriage, sex in marriage, finances in marriage, roles in marriage, ungodly and godly life pattern in marriage and so on and so forth. So, so these are some of the things that we'll be touching on. Uh, so those of us who have signed up as singles, uh, you are uh, most uh, welcome if you if you like to commit for the rest of the 10 weeks after the courtship part, you may do so. But I would strongly encourage all of us that at this moment of time, uh, we will not take in any new... Uh, uh, a registration unless uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, you come to talk to me first uh, um, because I think all these are very, in, very crucial, very important 
that you we, we must not miss it. Because intimacy, as I mentioned just now, with God uh, is the anchor, is a cornerstone uh, for intimacy with, uh, I mean, restoring relationships. Number three, complete redemption. We will not be put to shame of defeat and abandonment. We will not be put to shame of defeat. Now, that is what is in store for us. I'd like to encourage all of us, as I mentioned just now, you know, many promises that God has given to us as we, as we are battering uh, in, 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 in prayers uh, on Tuesday. I think a lot of you here have been consistently joining us either Zoom or through Zoom or other online. Uh, I'd like to encourage you to do so. Those of you who have not come in yet, uh, you know, the Lord is so gracious with all this lockdown and, uh, and more coming and so on and so forth that there is this Zoom that we can access. Uh, uh, fellowship, you can access worship together online, uh, anywhere. But even that, that is the grace of God. I, 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 I acknowledge that. Uh, I mean, I quite, I quite enjoy doing do it on Zoom because, uh, you know, uh, I join Zoom meeting because if I'm a little late, uh, I'm still having dinner. Nobody knows I'm having dinner, you see? so I switch on the, the, <laughs> the Zoom link and then I switch off the video. And then, uh, interesting thing, sometimes I follow some meetings. They say, oh, to, now we are going through a season of fasting. I'm eating, you know. So, so you know, <laughs> in the physical meeting, I cannot do that, you know. Uh, you, are you fasting or are you eating, you know? So, but that, that is the grace of God. I want, I want to encourage you to make use of that. This whole pandemic, how, how far is it going to carry on? What is the effect? I, I, we literally do not know. We see spikes uh, in different parts of, of the world. The world in disarray. We look at our nation. We were told that by the, our finance minister, he is touching the National Trust Fund. That means the kiddie bank. Lah, the kiddie bank. Uh, very dangerous. Would there be one day that our ringgit will drop to like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to make any pronouncement over here. We'll drop. Lah, we'll drop. That would, would there be inflation? Would that be, we will find that the, the salary that we earn today and suddenly that cannot buy a lot of things already. Now, these are all real, my dear friends. This is not, this is not something, uh, this is urgent, I'm going to say, this is urgent. How do we even address this? Do we pray for God, you know, to, 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 you know, to change the government and things like that? know the spiritual foundational principle, spiritual principles that involve God's righteousness and God's words. When God said it, He means it. We only, only want to pray that we will cease to be, uh, our lives will cease to be a locust magnet. What about our land? What about Malaysia? What about nations of the world? Why are they Locust magnet in more than one sense. Will vaccine eventually save us and everything will be back to normal and then we will live happily ever after? Think again. Think again. The science of vaccine, get to know 
ob objectively the science of vaccine. Get past the Antichrist bit. Look at God's judgment and grace. And what is God saying to us? Bit. Look at that. I'm concerned, right? I'm concerned. I'm deeply concerned how the church, how you and I are responding to this whole thing. I'm deeply concerned about nations who call themselves Christian nations. How are they doing? What are they doing behind the scene? You just need to go on to the website, go on to news portal, you know what? The French president, was it the French president that says, yeah, French president that says that we, knew, we didn't know all these things not out in the open because the news media is not, is not exactly, you know, wanting to, wanting to tell the all truth, nothing but the truth. Vaccine, the ingredient of making vaccine, the US has been stopping the exportation, the export of those, the movement of those ingredients that make vaccine. In the rest of the world, there's no lack of technology, but just lack of ingredient to mass produce vaccine. Why? Some of us are businessmen. It's very easy to come to that reasoning. You control the supply, you control the, the supply line, you control the production, you control the business. In time such as this, I, I try to imagine that you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are sitting, you know, God asks you, what should I do? What do you do? God comes to ask to you, ask your, ask your advice. Amos, what should I do? What do you do? How do you feel, Amos? Huh? You, you just shake your head, right? <laughs> so Amos just, just, uh, just, shook, just, uh, just shook his head. How will you feel? Is our God on the throne or not? What is this day of judgment meant for us? Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, we come to you. We ask for your grace and mercy upon us. Grace and mercy not because that, you know, we are We are so hopeless. Grace and mercy because, you know, you have um, promised us so many times message of redemption, restoration, but we're just not running to you and laying hold of it. Lord, sometimes you really don't need to bring us to the end of our road. It's just that we never, we never want to turn back when it's not the end yet. When we don't reach or see the dead end, we have no intention to turn back. Well, that's our problem. You are not the problem. We are. Father, we, therefore we come to you, we ask for your grace and mercy. Stir up our spirit. Stir up our heart. 
Stir us up, Lord, we pray. That we may run to you. Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you are so willing to carry us in your arms. But we are so unwilling to run to you and to be carried. Therefore, we ask for your forgiveness. We ask for your grace. 